Welcome to the Voice of Dr. Yan, and I'm your host, Dr. Limen Yan. In this episode, first, I'm going to introduce you the China Mid-Asian Summit, which was held in China in Xi'an during the period of the G7 conference in Japan. China government treats this summit very seriously. And that can be reflected from the reports about the welcome ceremony and also the dinner held in Xi'an on 18th May. Xi Jinping and his wife appeared in the ceremony and also the dinner. However, the ceremony is so special. The location of the ceremony and dinner is in a park called Tang Paradise. According to the introduction of this park, it was built around 20 years ago, and it's a very huge royal garden-styled park, which have already mimicked what happened over 1,500 years ago in Tang Dynasty, because that period was the most prosperous age in Chinese history. The ceremony was a kind of um, replication of the Tang Dynasty uh, courtesy. For example, when the presidents from the five Central Asian countries arrive at the park, there are a lot of royal maids waiting for them, and at least uh, per president will get two royal maids to bring them go from the uh, the entrance to the main building, and the Xi Jinping couple will meet them in front of the main building. There are not only the red carpet everywhere, but also hundreds of actors and actresses performed the large-scale show, which was edited based on the traditional Chinese music show. Also, we have no idea whether this uh, dancing and singing really demonstrated what happened over 1,500 years ago, but we know that based on the propaganda from China government, in this music show, they have already blended in the Chinese traditional culture, Chinese traditional clothes, and also Chinese traditional famous poems to show the prosperity in China back to that period. And also, why do they choose Xi'an? because they believe Xi'an was the beginning of the Silk Road. At that time, Xi'an was the capital of Tang Dynasty, and the merchants and also other people will start from Xi'an to go traveling through uh, the Xinjiang and also India and finally go to Europe. And according to the document, at that time, China is kind of developed among all the other countries. So at that time, people come all over the world will come to China and worship to the Chinese emperor and also feel uh, surprised about what exists in the Chinese society. So clearly, Xi Jinping is very proud of the Chinese history and also the ancient period. Based on their propaganda and also the contents in this summit, China won restart that prosperity and also they want to enhance their one belt, one road cooperation uh, through the 
Central Asian countries and also make it、uh, enlarged to all over the world. And the dinner of this ceremony is also very luxury. It was held in the park, and all the decoration is、uh, mimicked what happened in the royal family. All the dinnerwares are used very fancy bone china, and according to the menu published, each of the course has very special meaning based on the. Certain Chinese traditional culture or the traditional documents, and they choose the very rare and expensive good quality material to make the courses. Ah,、uh, for example, let me read one of the course to you. This course is called the Xi'an God Chicken. From the picture, we can see that there was a little chicken which was carved. By certain type of the material, and this of course it can be eaten. And also there is another god made of sugar, which is、uh, called the sugar art god.、Uh, plus there is a type of chicken called、uh, red feather and white feather. We really don't know what is that, but according to the name, it should be some special and、uh, should be a tasty type of the chicken. Uh, the whole dish has some meaning in the menu. It says this dish originally comes from the Tang Dynasty, the royal kitchen. It is a traditional dish in Shanxi. And by the way, I've been to that province. I've been to Xi'an. I never heard this kind of the traditional dish. Maybe because it was so expensive, so I didn't have chance to know it. And also, it says it has the Uh, titled the、uh, the reputation as the first, the top delicious food in Xi'an, and according to several type of the different uh process, so it become very uh tasty and also the uh god made of the sugar has a special meaning to see the uh happiness and also the wealthy and and lucky altogether. Yeah, so within just one dish, they have already put a lot of things inside. No matter from the uh spiritual or from the physical, you can see this is definitely a course. Uh, spent a lot of money, and people have paid a lot of attention and make the effort to complete this dish. So, what? Why I tell you this because. There is a background knowledge in China. Although Xi Jinping claimed that during his regime we have already eliminated poverty, but at least from the official data, there are around half Chinese population, which means six、uh, hundred million Chinese cannot get the salary. For over one hundred fifty U.S. dollars per month, yes, the cost living cost in China generally can be lower than in the United States, but it doesn't mean one hundred fifty U.S. dollar can make these people to spend、uh, money on the meat and guarantee enough protein and other nutritions,、uh, even weekly in their lives. However, 
our government, the China government, could put so much energy and spend so much money to make such dishes just to make Xi Jinping happy and to show in front of the other countries that, see, we have a lot of money and we can do all the luxury things and we can just spend our taxpayers' money for anything because our people has no right to reject anything. And this is just one course among at least eight main courses in the dinner. Also, they provide the uh, wines, they provide the tea, they provide the coffee, they provide so many things to entertain the guests. The main idea is, first, Xi Jinping want to use this meeting to demonstrate his power in front of the world. It sounds very childish, but it is what Xi Jinping wants, because as a Taiwanist, he needs to use this kind of fancy performance and also so many people dancing, working uh, in front of him and show their loyalty to Xi Jinping. That can bring him the big satisfaction. He needs this kind of performance to emphasize his authority all over China. And also, he won't use this kind of meeting to show the world, say, I have enough money, I can buy everything I want. So, you have G7, and we have five countries from Central Asia come to us. They come here with me to um, draw this cosplay. I'm the king, I'm the empire. My whole country will be brought back to 1,500 years ago in Chinese history because that is a golden age in my dream. And also, Xi Jinping's hometown was somewhere in the same province, not far away from Xi'an. So for him, that is a special place which he uh, believes that it has a special meaning in Chinese culture. Xi'an is a capital for at least 13 dynasties, and among these dynasties, it includes uh, Qing Dynasty, which was famous of the uh, underground warriors in the tomb. That dynasty, the emperor, has unified China. And according to Xi Jinping's thought, that is so great achievement because it's unity. So Xi Jinping want to get Taiwan back. Xi Jinping also want to expand his influence overseas. The Qing Dynasty based in Xi'an definitely is a very likely symbol for him. However, Qing Emperor is a very cruel guy too. Oh yeah, another famous thing was built by him is a Great Wall. However, this emperor was also very cruel because at that time he was the first emperor in Chinese history to kill the knowledgeable people and also burn down huge amount of Chinese books because he want to change the history and he need to unify people's thought. See, Xi Jinping admire him. He thought that is a great emperor and also clearly Xi Jinping won't care to replicate his 
actions just as long as it can help to enhance Xi Jinping's power. Also, another dynasty is Han Dynasty. That was also around 2,200 years ago, just within 100 years after Qing Dynasty. And at that time, it was the first golden age in Chinese history. Also, the Tang Dynasty, as what Xi Jinping showed in front of these guests. We have a word in the history that is called during the Tang Dynasty, the ten thousands of countries all come to the capital Xi'an to worship the emperor. And these are all the things Xi Jinping is very proud of. And also, this is kind of the Chinese culture he wants to promote all over the world. So, of course, now his people and CCP will prepare this kind of ceremony, dinner, and show to satisfy Xi Jinping. And the most important thing is Xi'an because it was the capital for at least 13 dynasties. And there were so many emperors was uh, in Xi'an in the history. That's why Xi'an is believed to be the place where the dragon can be born. And Xi Jinping also believed he is one of the royal dragon. Yes, I know that sounds very ridiculous, right? As a modern society, uh, such a big country leader, how could he believe he is a royal dragon? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, but this was based on the people uh, who are very close to him and also our exclusive sources. And also what Xi Jinping has done and he has uh, showed in his Xi Jinping thoughts, he has conducted in China in the past over 10 years of his regime, all matched this kind of mind. Mm, so Xi Jinping won't become the emperor. He won't repeat the prosperity in Chinese history. However, he doesn't know how to use the advanced technology, how to work with people uh, under the rule of law, how to uh, adopt uh, the freedom, democracy, human rights, all these things into China's system. Instead, he worshiped Chairman Mao and he fall into uh, this kind of love with Chinese uh, royal culture. So he brought China back to even uh, even 1,500 years ago, and now he showed it in front of his guests. This is really just a big cosplay for Xi Jinping and his guests. For me and for many other Chinese people, we really feel this is such a shameless behavior because it's like the in the fat hill that the uh, king didn't wear anything, but he's very proud of his new clothes. And we just want to be the little kids to tell the public, see, he is naked. However, in China, among all the media, these are all the propaganda and they support this kind of meeting. They are proud of the performance. Uh, they are uh, very uh, enthusiastic into Xi Jinping's this kind of stupid luxury actions. 
just because all these officials, all the people control China's propaganda and surprise people's voice, they want to show their loyalty to Xi Jinping. You have to show that you really believe anything from Xi Jinping, and also you worship anything come from Xi Jinping. That can help you to maintain your positions in this system because Xi Jinping doesn't like anyone who may have any chance to show the dishonesty or disagreement with him. For him, if you don't show the absolute loyalty, then absolutely you are not loyal. And that will bring you even the life risks. But you also may be very uh, curious, why are the other presidents and their family members came to China to join this big cosplay with Xi Jinping? Are they really the friends with Xi Jinping or do they really worship Xi Jinping? Of course not. So guess why do they come to China? Because Xi Jinping will give all these five countries a huge amount of money as gift. And these five countries are Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan, and Tajikistan. They will receive total 3.7 billion US dollar non-reimbursable assistance. Therefore, there is no reason for any of them reject this invitation, right? By the way, Xi Jinping and the CCP are really scared of Chinese people. They know that what they have done will make people very angry and even hit them. So that's why even before the opening ceremony in this park, CCP already sent their law enforcement teams, uh, I mean the police and also armed police and also other special uh, units to go to the local citizens' home. And the citizens are not allowed to open the windows or even switch on the lights during the evenings when Xi Jinping and his guests stay in the park. Because if they open the window, this will pose the potential threats, and if they switch on the light, that may disturb the fancy um, of this light show and music show in the park. And they even brought the local citizens out of their home force them to stay in the hotels far away from the park to keep the safety of that areas. And there are certain people who cannot leave their home, so China government send the government staffs and law enforcement team members live in the citizens' home. They don't talk to the citizens, they don't eat with the citizens, and they sleep in their house just to watch them as surveillance. Oh yes, there is no private, uh, there is no human right in China. If the government won't do something, definitely you only have to accept it. And in China, the government spend over trillions of dollars every year to maintain stability in China. 
Uh, we also have another ancient word that means if you didn't do the bad things, you are not worried that ghosts will knock your door. So clearly, CCP regime has done so many bad things, and that's why they are worried about anything. And they don't trust their own citizens. They need to put a lot of money to maintain the force to control their citizens. And since we've talked about dragon means emperor means power in Chinese history, I also want to、uh, talk about the Chinese Communist Party's dragons. In Central Committee of the Party, which means the core committee of the CCP, there is a political bureau, and the political bureau of Central Committee of the Party basically means the top powerful CCP members in China. And among these top members, there are several top top、uh, powerful CCP members. So back to over thirty years ago, around nineteen nineties to uh two thousand, at that time, uh CCP's chairman was Jiang Zemin. He was the chairman that visited uh United States and showed to the world that he was an open-minded guy. And finally, the U.S. government helped China join the WTO, the World Trading Organization, which helped China to get over twenty years economic increase. And Jiang has made non-standing committee members of the Political Bureau of Central Committee of CCP. It was called Nine Dragons in the CCP at that time. And all these nine people, including the chairman himself, have this、uh, absolute authorities to decide anything in China. But among them, there is still a kind of balance, and so you can also consider it as kind of internal democracy. They have to consider each other's、uh, conditions or requirements, and also they need to. Uh, maintain this kind of balance to achieve the、uh, certain goals、uh, in the CCP and also in China. And this was maybe the only kind of democracy、uh, existed in CCP. And after Jiang Zemin's ten years of the chairman in CCP, Hu Jintao became the chairman. And Hu Jintao, if you have Listen to the voice of Doctor Yan, or if you have、uh, read the news back to、uh, last year about the twentieth National Congress of CCP, then you may have remember that、uh, Hu Jintao was the chairman before Xi Jinping in CCP for ten years, and at the last day of the twentieth National Congress、uh, happened in October twenty twenty two. Xi Jinping asked his guards to bring away Hu Jintao from the conference hall in front of the global media, and that was not only the public humiliation for Hu Jintao, but also a clear intimidation for all the CCP members, all the CCP officials, especially those people who joined the conference, who are the. Uh, most important CCP members, and that also shows Xi Jinping has complicated his、uh, centralized 
power in the CCP system in China after a uh, 10 years regime. So he will continue his Xi dynasty and he doesn't care the previous this kind of uh, regulations even in the CCP system. So what she has done is she first in the past 10 years he has uh, found excuses to change the non-standing committee members, the non-dragons, into seven. So Xi Jinping himself plus another six CCP members. And then he has centralized his power among these uh, seven people. So now, according to CCP's propaganda, Xi Jinping is called as Yizun, which basically uh, equal to the what you call the UK Queen as a your majesty. So this is basically that meaning for Xi Jinping. And this has already been uh, published through the government media and official document and everywhere. So Xi Jinping has become the only one dragon after gradually cleaning the opponent, uh, political opponent in this system and also release to his own people. So now Especially after the 20th National Congress, Xi Jinping has already renewed the list of the Standing Committee of the Political Bureau of Central Committee of the CCP. Yes, this is such a long name. And now the other six basically you can consider as the royal servants who has company with the emperor for many years and gained his trust and they will do everything Xi Jinping want them to do, and they, they are not to do anything Xi Jinping didn't ask them to do, or anything may bring unsatisfaction to Xi Jinping. Uh, it's so sad that China, the such a big country, the second largest economic entity in the world, fall back to the ancient period now. That also means the worst situation will happen in China under Xi's regime and CCP's ruling. There is no rule of law in China and it will be worse. And there was no freedom in China and it will be worse. And there will be also more abuse of human rights and oh, don't talk about democracy. I don't think there will be any democracy in Xi Jinping's regime too. And so now we have already talked about Xi Jinping's fantasy of the ancient Chinese prosperity. And also we have talked about Xi Jinping's one dragon role in CCP in China now. Uh, in the next section, we will based on this talking about one important assistant for Xi Jinping, who is the top official in CCP, who are in charge of the DOJ, the court, the judge, attorneys, and the uh, law enforcement team, like the Ministry of Public Security and the Ministry of State Security, all together. This person, Chen Wenqing, has visited Russia and he's in Russia now. So what does it mean? We will come back after a short break.
world-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix Rx. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rx nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back guaranteed healthycell.com code out loud americaoutloud.com if you can't find it here you can't find it anywhere we are the pulse and voice of everyday american thought working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Voice of Dr. In the last section, we've already talked about Xi Jinping and the dragon symbolism for Xi Jinping. And also, we've talked about Xi Jinping has invited five Central Asian countries to Xi'an and drawn his tongue-style uh, ceremonies to show that he is the emperor of a big country and show his golden age in China. And according to Xi's thoughts, he believed that he could build the uh, allies like the Central Asian allies, One Belt, One Road uh, projects and to compete all the other international organizations and to change the world order. So in the past 10 years, she has gradually cleaned his uh, internal political opponents in the CCP. And also he has rebuilt the system to centralize the power. And now she has already made the other six 
Standing Committee Member of the Political Bureau of Central uh, Committee of CCP to be his loyal servant. Basically, as I always explain that, she combined the communism ideology, combined the Chinese traditional emperor's tactics, and plus the strategy from the traditional Chinese chess game, go to build his own regime and to finish his goal in the centralizing of the power. It works kind of well in CCP because there is no rule of law. There is no human rights, no freedom, no all these kind of basic uh, requirements for a modern society state in CCP's regime. And uh, when Xi Jinping developed this kind of combined traditional technology plus the communism ideology with help from his loyal team, he defeated the other political opponents. And now CCP is already become Xi's dynasty. You can see it from like the recent report, for example, the new ambassador from China to US arrived DC. And last week, when he gave the speech in the Chinese embassy, this ambassador Xie Feng at the beginning emphasized that he was appointed by Xi Jinping. And usually, even in, for the last China embassy in US, it doesn't need to mention this specifically. However, Xie knows if he doesn't mention Xi Jinping before anything, everything else, then Xi Jinping would feel suspicious about his loyalty. So although this sounds like a joke, but he needs to show it because for him, Xi Jinping is the emperor and Xi Jinping is a person can decide his fate. Also, in the past few years, Xi Jinping has gradually uh, launched the activities all over China to force Chinese people, especially the CCP members, to study Xi's thought, the Xi Jinping thought. And there are multiple apps or forced to install into people's mobile phones, which can record how long you have studied Xi Jinping's thought every day and how much you have studied. And you have to study it every day because there will be the small quiz. You have to fulfill the quiz and then uh, submit it. Automatically, the score will be calculated and the result will be collected by your working place or by your universities or by whatever this kind of organization for statistics. And if you don't do it, for example, Monday, you don't uh, do that and you think you want to ignore that, then uh, Tuesday, you will receive the warning that on Monday, your score was zero or you failed to pass the exam for the daily study of Xi Jinping's thoughts. Then there is definitely some problems about you. Even you are sick or even you are so tired or even you are busy with work. It's not an excuse. They won't accept it because if you didn't 
finish it, then the whole score, the total score for the whole team or for the whole working place for the whole university will be lower than the competitors, and so that will make your boss uh get blamed by CCP by his supervisors. So that is the basically it is already become the uh very mature system that everyone need to study Xi Jinping's thought daily, finish the study, and they have to remember something, have to be brainwashed, they have to accept this kind of brainwash because it related to his work, to his study, to everything in his life, and he doesn't want to be punished because if you always fail the study, then you will be punished by your boss and you even can be fired. You, you can be kicked out of the organization. So that already become the very uh, efficient system to brainwash people. And also, recently, the another standing committee member of the Central uh, Committee of CCP, Cai Qi, has mentioned in CCP's talk conference that we need to make sure people's study of Xi Jinping's thought will go into their brain, go into their heart, and go into their soul. So these three goals demonstrate that Xi Jinping's people knows how much Xi Jinping cares about the brainwash using his thought. And they know that if they can enhance, they can deepen this kind of study, they can make people all get brainwashed from all the aspects, even in the souls, the, there is full of Xi Jinping's thoughts, then Xi Jinping will be happy. And also, they believe that would be beneficial for their ruling in China. And also, it will be helpful for their overseas operations. And as we know, there was no real democracy in China, although temporarily there was kind of nine dragons. However, Xi Jinping already made it all come to himself. And uh, still, CCP won't show the world that they have the democracy. So they created one word called whole process people's democracy. And this was Xi Jinping uh, created at the end of 2019. It is also part of Xi Jinping's thought. And whenever, since then, whenever uh, the journalist or other people question CCP's democratic system, the spokesman of the uh, Foreign Affairs Ministry will tell them strictly, no. We have very good, very developed democracy. It's called whole process people's democracy. It's very special. It fits the uh, situation in China and it works very well. It's popular. People all love it. All of them are the deception because Xi Jinping and the CCP knows they don't want the world see their true colors. That's why what you have in the democratic countries, they also will duplicate, but just duplicate 
the superficial part, like the terms or the frame of the organizations, and inside it is still the what CCP style. And also to show you that they really have this kind of whole process of people's democracy in China. Every year there are the annual sessions of the National People's Congress and the National Committee of the Chinese People's Political、uh, Political Consultative Conference. However, these two sessions are also just a political show. Remember, I have introduced the National Committee of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference in the previous episode. This conference, this、uh, representatives in the conference are all the people in CCP's United United Front work. So this is a top conference for United Front Work Department and their members. So how come there is democracy, right? We we all know that I have explained in several episodes that United Front networks are built to work on behalf of CCP to enhance the influence overseas and also manipulate Chinese people overseas. And besides the fake democracy in CCP system, there is also fake modern government system. For example, in CCP, there is also the State of Department, and the State of Department should be in charge of the Ministry of Public Security, the Ministry of State Security, and many other ministries. However, The Prime Minister of the State of Department is not the director of these ministries. I have mentioned before that Ministry of Public Security basically you can consider it as FBI plus the police system in U.S., while the Ministry of State Security can be equal to CIA. The director of this department plus The same guy as the, the director of the DOJ in China, and also、uh, take in charge of all the judges, all the attorneys, is one person, and his title is not prime minister, but the secretary of Central Political and Legal Affairs Commission of CCP. And this position previously. When there was nine dragons in the CCP standing committee, he was one of the dragon. But after Jiang Zemin and Hu Jintao's period, when Xi Jinping became chairman, the previous secretary of this position tried to launch the coup, and Xi Jinping defeated him, so the coup was failed. And then Xi Jinping removed this position out of the standing committee, and the symbolism is also very important in CCP's culture. So Xi Jinping used this way to show that from nine dragon to seven dragon, and later he changed it to one dragon plus six、uh, loyal servant. This is a symbolism for him to show the difference from the previous chairmen of CCP. So now the secretary of this Central Political and Legal Affairs Commission 
is no longer the standing committee member. However, it is still considered as the sixth important CCP officials in the whole CCP system. And also considering that this position can be in charge of all the law enforcement teams, uh, also including them, there are the armed police. So that means this is a very powerful position. And definitely this position also belongs to one of the most loyal people in his team. And now after the 20th National Congress, this secretary become Chen Wenqing. Chen Wenqing was the director of the Ministry of State Secretary since 2015, and he has done quite a lot to help Xi Jinping maintain his power among CCP. And also, it is a surprise for outside that Chen become this type of secretary because usually it is a position for the Ministry of the Public Security Director. So Chen's assignment indicates that first, Xi Jinping now treats the Ministry of State Department more seriously. And it means that previously, the biggest power are in the hand of the Ministry of Public Security because, as I mentioned, CCP always need to be aware of their own citizens in China, and they put the most efforts to control their own citizens through the public security system because this is like FBI and the police to focus on the uh, domestic things. However, after years of this kind of internal political fights, CCP has already become Xi's dynasty. So now Xi Jinping is focusing on the overseas operations, including infiltration, subtage, and many other special uh, operations. And Chen definitely has helped him to do a lot of dirty things. So now Chen become the secretary and he also combine the power with the political uh, security ministry to Chen, plus the other armed police and also uh, the DOJ, all this kind of system. It means in Xi's dynasty, the intelligence department, the law enforcement team, and also the justice sectors, they are all together. They are all combined and served for Xi Jinping's personal purposes. And China has already become a country controlled by the secret agents and the police and other related forces. And by the way, at least in 2015, there are almost 2 million police controlled by Ministry of Public Security. So that means as the secretary of this position, Chen controls millions of the people and even with the arms. So he definitely should be the very loyal people for Xi Jinping. Additionally, Chen as a secretary of this position also will be one of the three directors who can manage a special team in the police system. It is called the Central Guards Bureau. It is similar to the United States Secret Service, which will provide the guidance for the uh, 
presidents or the other top leaders in the government. However, this bureau for CCP is different. And it taking charge of not only the safety, but also they will send the uh, babysitters, they will send the drivers, they will send the uh, home managers to the leader's home, including Xi Jinping and also the other committee, uh, standing committee members. So that means if the person in charge of this is not loyal, then he can manage to launch the coup, and the coup can be achieved through these people working in the leader's home. They live with them, cooking for them, taking care of their lives, and taking care of their kids, driving them everywhere. These people listen to the director, and immediately they will turn to be the enemy of the target leader. They can guarantee the target leader be arrested or even killed in a very short period, in a very secret way. The other two people have this kind of power to control this bureau is one is the chairman, means Xi Jinping himself, and the third one is another loyal member of the standing committee. So Xi Jinping can control this bureau with his loyal uh, people, and that means they all can control all the other CCP leaders through this system. And all the other CCP leaders also understand how this bureau works. They know that the uh, helpers around them every day, although you may have spent several years with them, they may be um, behave like the very loyal person for you and like your family member, but when it's necessary, at least the most of these people will turn to be your enemy. And that's also a kind of very special but very useful intimidation for the CCP leaders. And it created the fear among these leaders every day in their daily lives. I mean, even as the top officials in CCP system, you are surrounded by this kind of fears, and you know you are surveillance by people all around you. So guess what do they feel? And that is a fundamental uh, mechanism to guarantee Xi Jinping and the CCP's tyrannist position in the system. And now let's see the news. In this week, Chen Wenqing will be in Russia, and he has already arrived in Moscow. He has already hosted the joint meeting of law enforcement and security with the Secretary of Security Council of Russia, Nikola Patrushev. And this is the first time the two top intelligence directors from Russia and China get gathering for the meeting. So it also means both of them are the most trustful people for Putin and Xi Jinping. And during the meeting, Chen also has met the director of Russian Foreign Intelligence Service. So basically, he went to Russia, definitely work on the intelligence, work on the joint operations, and we know who's the largest enemy for them, America, as well as Americans' alliance. 
According to the report from CCP government, Chen has talked to these people in Russia, and also they have the agreement to increase their coordination and also to promote the new international relationship. Also, they have talked about that China is willing to make the cooperation protocols with Russia, advocate for the global security, and also maintain both Russia and China's international security and benefits. And also, they will both work under the instruction from their heads of the state to promote the collaboration and to deal with the increasing challenge about their uh, national security. So in another word, that means they are going to work together and enhance the support to each other, and they will share the intelligence. They will share even their all uh, the infiltration in different Western countries, and finally work together, including those kind of secret operations, uh, which has the skills from as a KGB, GRU, and also with the People's Network from CCP's United Front. Uh, work department, all together they will work to defeat America and American alliance to change the world order because now Russia has already been treated as the enemy for the mankind because they have launched the war against Ukraine. They, they have done so much terrible crime in Ukraine and also China is helping Russia. Also, China want to get Taiwan. China launched the uh, COVID pandemic. Altogether, they know that both of these two countries already has done enough, and these evil regimes deserve to be eliminated. So, these two countries, the two tyrannies, definitely won't give up their struggling, and they will fight against the the Western democratic countries until the last minutes. So they will maximally uh, utilize their existing network and technologies. So that's why this conference, this meeting, is a very dangerous signal to Western civilized countries. Your enemies are working together deeply, and they will combine all their global resources to defeat you. Remember, we talked about last May in the leaked People's Liberation Army Confidential Meeting, which we uh, obtained from our exclusive sources. The generals has mentioned that Xi Jinping uh, asked people to use all the global resources for our purposes. Now, the Russians network and also their um, technologies are all the part of this kind of global resources. And what China has, at least they have United Front Network, they have overseas PlayStation, they have the illegal migrants uh, from the south border, and also including thousands of military-age CCP agents. Thank you for listening to the voice of Dr. Yin, and our show will be on air during the Saturday and Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. You can get it from either a Mark Out Loud Radio Network or iHeart Radio. And also, 
since Monday, you will get this broadcast from various apps for free, including Pandora, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. And plus, I will write an article to summarize the points in this broadcast for the quick reading. Okay, see you next week. Thank you.